Hello again, Rabbi. Good afternoon, Joe. I was wondering, uh, as you pointed out to me recently in a recent Pew report, uh, families with interfaith marriages and children of interfaith relationships tend to not identify themselves necessarily as being Jewish, or do they? I'm still a little confused on the rules. Can you explain that to me? Certainly. For many years now, my co-religionists have been Hakanerachinic, meaning constantly raising the, the same argument that if a Jew marries a non-Jew and has children, the whole family is lost to Judaism and the children will never identify as Jewish. Well, the Pew study just released uh, has an inconvenient truth to quote Al Gore. And the inconvenient truth is that that's not true, that the children of interfaith couples will identify with Judaism, support Judaism and join synagogues and join temples. They'll become active members of the Jewish community. And so the argument that, um, gee, if you marry someone not Jewish, you're ruining everything, you're giving Hitler a posthumous victory and all this other stuff is trash. It just isn't true. Now comes a caveat. It is true if you define Judaism very narrowly and only in a particular way. And the same thing can be said of art, the same thing of music, the same thing of an automobile. You can define something so only one unique object fills that definition. But that's ingenuous. It's just not true. Well, I told my wife, who's Jewish, that she married when she married a non-Jew, that it would never last. But somehow it's it's been managing to hang on. Uh, and uh, we've had all kinds of interesting in, in events in our lives, including raising our daughter Jewish, and now. I'm talking to my rabbi, even though I am still don't define myself as Jewish. So that gets all kinds of confused looks. But what do you think is driving people towards Judaism, especially the children of interfaith relationships? I think it's the cultural aspect, the family, the food, the being together, sharing moments. and this is very much a part of any religion. It's part of our culture, whether one is Italian or Irish or Jewish by religion or Catholic from a particular part of the country. We share happy moments, we share sad moments. We share food together. We have conversations over food. And I think the cultural aspect, the food, the coming together, the camaraderie, the, the happiness is what the, what children are craving and seeing. And I think this gives us a unique opportunity. Rather than saying, oh, look, they're not really Jewish. They're Jew-ish because they like a bagel with a schmear or they happen to like some Jewish food or a Jewish song or they sing Avon Aguila to Bar Mitzvah and that doesn't make them Jewish. Of course it makes them Jewish, of course they are. And rather than saying that drives away, what we wanna say is, this is part of being Jewish. Now, what Jewish values can we teach? What do you wanna learn about Judaism so that you have happy moments, not just over dinner or food, but your lifestyle is such 
that it brings you joy and happiness and that you don't dread going to work. You don't dread getting up in the morning and you don't look forward to a one week vacation when the rest of your time is miserable. So by focusing in on the food, on the culture, on the joy and the happiness, we can now use that as a, an adjunct, a stepping stone, a piece of what else is there in Judaism that'll make you happy, that'll fulfill your life, that'll give your life meaning. Now, when are you talking about when somebody who is a doubt, a devout Jew or someone who is raised Jewish and goes against perhaps the feelings of their family to marry a non-Jew, but still carries that strong Jewish core of beliefs? What about uh, people who allow their religion to lapse in themselves and they, and they disagree with it? Those are all great semantic questions because to say a devout Jew as opposed, uh, is a devout Jew someone that doesn't shave here, that always dresses in some peculiar fashion? Um, I have a very hard time with holding up certain people as the standard rather than saying, no one's lapsed, just not yet. I'm just not doing this yet. And all our religions have so many observances, so many teachings. We can't possibly do all of them all the time. And to look at someone and say, a religious person is one who attends services, who follows this regimen, who dresses this way, who only does that. That's right back what I said about defining someone out of existence. So rather than defining anyone out of existence, let's look at everything religion has to offer. And one of the aspects of Judaism is culture, is being together. And the Pew Studies confirms that, it reinforces it, that we, we acknowledge the food, the time together, the things we do. Now, we're going to say that anyone is Jewish who identifies as a Jew, because God didn't make me the judge and jury or the police of who is a Jew, any more than who is a Catholic or who is an Episcopalian who was a Baptist. It's up to each individual to make that statement and say, I identify with. So if we take down the, the rules or the qualifications in order to be one religion or another, is that going to dis dilute religion or is it going to change it for the better? Oh, I think it'll change it for the better because what we're going to say is, I choose this system because it makes the world a better place and I feel good about making the world a better place. It gives my life meaning. I'm choosing meaning. And as you know, when you choose something, you do a better job. You do a really good job of something as opposed to when someone chooses it for you or makes you do it. But do you, or if you choose Judaism for the bagel and locks, how do you uh, assimilate the culture, the, uh, the principles, the, principles, the, values, the values, the beliefs. The values, yes. Because just not yet. You've started. You've started by saying, I identify with this aspect of the religion. I identify. Therefore, gee, what else is there? Maybe not this week, maybe next week, whenever, just not yet. And I think that's what we're looking for is to have people commit. And then once you commit, uh, look at sports, look at anyone that takes up 
basketball, baseball, football. Look at all the sports our children are in. And when they like it, when they throw themselves into it, they continue to do better and they seek better training and they seek more expertise in it. And when it's just, eh, then it fades away. So maybe it will fade away. However, this just flies in the face of the critics who say a Jew marrying a non-Jew is dooming religion. Not true. Having children, not, none of that's true. The statistics don't support that. What it supports is people are ready to identify and ready to start this process. Gee, now that I like this, I think there's some other neat things involved in, in this religion that I want to participate in. Well, I know I enjoy uh, many of the aspects of Reformed Judaism, and I have a lot of fun with uh, the temple and the services, and I do enjoy a good bagel and lox with a schmear. What I enjoy most is our conversations, Rabbi. I, I treasure and value your opinion and insights, and thank you once again, as always, for sharing them with me. You're welcome, and good afternoon, Joe.